0: This is Tax Debt Consultant with the Godfather of Tax Resolution with enrolled agent Carlos Semeniego. It's time to put all of your tax problems behind you using plain and simple language. Carlos will show you how to reduce your tax debt and get the IRS hitmen off your back. Off your back. And now, the Godfather, Carlos Semeniego.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Carlos Samaniego podcast, tax debt consultant podcast, and YouTube stream. Today, I have a really special guest. Um, This guest is going to solve some questions for us for a very common question that I get on a regular basis. In fact, I actually got an email this morning. Somebody had emailed me and said, Carlos, I need your help. I'm trying to buy a house, but I have an IRS tax lien. Can you help me? And we actually have a conversation. We're gonna. Um, I booked an appointment for him on Monday, and I told him keeping a lookout for this upcoming podcast that I have, um, because I want to talk to you about being able to buy a house when you got tax problems. Is it possible? Is it impossible? And my guest that I'm bringing on um, is Anna Cervantes, a very close friend of mine. Anna has been in business since 1999. Um, She's a mortgage consultant here in Redlands, and she holds a bachelor's degree in communications, graduated from Cal State San Bernardino, uh, and she's a real estate broker. But most importantly, um, not only is she a real estate broker with her husband, Oscar Cervantes, with Citrusites Mortgage and Citrusites Real Estate, um, she's part of the National Association of Hispanic and Real Professionals, Veterans Association of Real Estate Professionals, National Association of Mortgage Professionals, but she is one of the most unique people I have ever met in my entire life. So I'm just going to bring her on. I, I see her; she just got into the green room, so I'm going to bring her on. Anna, <laughs> how are you doing?
2: <laughs> Anna, thank you, Car- thank you for the wonderful introduction.
1: <laughs> my pleasure, Anna. Um, and, as I was mentioning it um, about Anna, you know, Anna is actually a very close friend of uh, of ours. Um, in fact, we went and had um, korean barbecue yesterday for lunch Ooh, um, yes both our spouses um, um they took us out to lunch for my wife's um, um birthday and uh we and I didn't get a chance to say thank you um, oh
2: you're very welcome anytime anytime
1: <laughs> Anna before we start jumping into this technical subject of um you know tax problems and buying a house and getting a mortgage um I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself because you have one of the most unique backgrounds I had ever no, because you speak multiple languages. Yes. Um, yes. And you're going to be shocked um, um, of the languages that she does speak. So kind of give me, um, you know, um, a bio of who you are.
2: Okay. Well, I'm an, uh, originally from Nicaragua, right? Uh-huh. And um, my parents were diplomats. So we got I got the chance to travel um, to many places, Um we lived everywhere pretty much. And, um, so I do speak obviously Spanish. That's my native, my first language, English and Russian and Hungarian, a little bit of Hungarian, although my Hungarian is definitely rusty nowadays. Nowadays. But, um, so we got to travel quite a lot and, um, you know, I, When I decided, after I graduated from college here at Cal State, San Bernardino, I'm like, well, what do I want to do, you know? And uh, at the time, my husband was in real estate, and um, I saw the need that he had to have a reliable loan person that he can count on. And I'm like, well, let me get into that business as well, so yeah. Since 1999, I've been in it, so I've been through the highs and lows of yeah. the mortgage industry, and um, so I appreciate that you brought me into this podcast today. Because <laughs> yes, you know, I I, um, I was talking to somebody about, uh, especially this particular topic, the other day, and I'm. I always say, you know. It's only when you need to handle this that we remember. Oh, okay, <laughs> and yeah. and, it, and it always is going to influence your, you know, your your mortgage and your house purchase, but uh, and you and it's funny, detail, right?
1: I know, and it's it's funny you mentioned that because nobody really think you, you know. Obviously, I deal with tax problems on a daily basis, and right. um, and it's funny because I, I I actually coach a lot of people in the tax industry. Um, how, you know how to help people with tax problems, and they're the the common thing that they don't understand is that you know all these people have tax problems, but sometimes um, I don't get a call until it's an emergency. Mm. And I, you know what? It's procrastination, right? None of us really do nothing until yeah. it becomes an emergency, whether it be in our fi- finances. Yes. Uh, whether it's an IRS you know um taking money out of your bank account or the state taking money out of your oh bank account. Oh my gosh yes or or even in health you know we don't do nothing until you you know you have chest pains or you you end up having a heart attack and stroke and then you realize oh maybe I should have been taking care of this a long time ago because one thing um uh, my very good friend and business partner um business partner my mentor um um Larry Winget says is that These problems only get worse over time. And uh, that small little problem becomes a monster of a problem. And a lot of times what ends up happening, you know, they end up meeting their loved ones and now they want to go buy a house or Mm. uh, they're trying to do something. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, wait a second, you got this problem that's going to prevent you from buying a house. Yes, Uh, And that's why when we were having lunch yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I got to get you on here and let's just talk about, you know, you know, yeah. it's possible. I, I guess my question to you uh-huh. is: It possible to uh, to deal to get to buy a house or get a mortgage if you got a tax problem?
2: Yes and no. <laughs> and mortgages, I always say it depends because uh, the short answer will be: Well, how extensive is that problem? You know, um, for example, if if your tax issue is a tax lien. Mm-hmm. Then that is that's a bigger prob- problem as opposed to if you have uh, delinquent uh, uh, income taxes, but it hasn't become a lien where the IRS now is going and put that information and, um, uh, and you know what I mean you
1: know, in public records, right?
2: Public record because have I seen it? Yes, and the thing is, it always comes up, and and people t- try. In my 25 something years, I, re- I've discovered that sometimes people, they think if I don't talk about it, oh, maybe it goes away. <laughs> right, right. And I go, um, not if you owe money to the IRS, right. it's exactly. going to pop right. As soon as the title search is done. If you have a tax lien, um, and the thing is we'll literally stop you from buying a home because a tax lien supersedes any other lien. Right. So, If you're going to get a mortgage, the lender wants to make sure that, wait a minute, if anything happens, because in lending, everything is about what is the risk? Wh- what is the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is that you lose the house and now I have to go and collect payments. I have to repossess the house. But who who's going to take first position? Well, if you have a tax lien, guess what? The IRS takes, you know? The, so the- and that is the biggest thing I tell people. If you have a tax lien, then you better get this situated right away. And unless the IRS, um, and, and in previous cases, unless you pay off the lien completely, you know, because you can you can owe um, income taxes. But once it becomes that lien public record, it's not as easy as some people might think. Because first of all, the IRS got a... In the lending side, the IRS has to provide a documentation saying that the loan has first priority. And what is the IRS going to say? Sure, yeah, the loan has first priority. Me, the IRS is going to take second, you know?
1: Um, It's interesting that you mentioned that. And it actually pertains to the client that um, left me a message. Right. He has a tax lien and he's trying to buy a house. So Mm -hmm. you're saying, from a mortgage lending underwriter point of view, yes, already a lien there. That, mm. that ain't gonna happen because it there's an because actual public easy. lien uh, yes. on them. And like I said, um, even though uh, the IRS does not file a lien um, uh, on your credit report, that kind yeah, of stuff it does exactly. But yeah. it will pop up on the title.
2: Oh, on yes, so it does. They, yes, when they're
1: doing does. that preliminary title, there's yes,
2: yeah. Yes. List. Now Absolutely. here's
1: something that's interesting and I, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you knew this Anna. Um I just um I've known about it but I just pulled it up that one of the questions is is it possible to get rid of the lien without paying for it? And on the IRS side 100% it is now. See th- then that's your
2: th- then that's when they have to call you because <laughs>
1: and, and here's the exception of how you'd be able to do that the IRS does have an exception. If uh-huh. you owe $25,000 or less, oh, twenty five thousand dollars or less, and if you're in a direct debit agreement, that's okay. where the IRS is automatically pulling that money out of your bank account to pay off that debt. They will release the actual public lien. So now you can actually, because now it's no longer going to be a public lien. Right. Now you may be able to, underwriters may be able to, because yes. it's not there anymore, then yes. that's not going to be an issue. But you have to be in a direct debit agreement. That is not the same as just a regular installment agreement because there are installment agreements where you agree with the IRS, you're going to make a monthly payment, and then you're you're manually going in there, sending them the money, or you're writing them a check on a monthly basis. Right. That's a regular installment agreement. A direct debit means it's automatic. It happens automatically.
2: And, and for the from an under from a mortgage stand, that will be a way better option because it can be paper trail more effectively. See, most of the time, people that have an IRS issue, uh, they're the ones that also also are going to have a credit issue,
0: a right. FICO issue, right.
2: and those are the individuals that they're going to want to qualify with the least amount possible when it comes to a down payment. Mm-hmm. So any of these types of loans, FHA, VA, USDA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac conventional, and, and even the hard money loans, they want to make sure that if there is a, when we're talking specifically tax lien, is there anything that releases uh, first priority or is it any documentation that says that the IRS is not in first position, Gotcha. you know, uh, cause that's all that's, the most important thing that the lenders care is who is first. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and of course, if you are getting, if you, if you, they're garnishing your wages, well, it looks better because at least you had shown some sort of, um, effort to pay this. I mean, yeah, they're garnishing your wages, but, you know, but at least they do in that. So that's awesome because then, yes, that would help you. Now, um,
1: but however, here's where, um, yes. uh, uh, here's another common. Uh, we, we're just talking IRS. You know, we both mm-hmm. live in California. The ch- here's another challenge, guys is oh, that gosh. the franchise <laughs> tax board, if they place a lien, oh gosh, the franchise <laughs> tax board does not have this rule. Um, yeah. If you're an installment agreement, direct debit installment agreement, once that lien is um, on your credit, uh, yes. the, the state of California will keep it there until the until the tax is actually paid off
2: yeah and that's it and that's there's no yeah there's it's no
1: work around no workaround. no, no. Or not, I can actually say the IRS is it kind of has a um, a nicer policy towards this that hey um, remember with as long as you're on a direct debit installment agreement yes you pay three payments automatically through that direct debit then yes. it's not an automatic release you have to um, go to our someone like myself to actually yes. get the IRS to release that lien off your, um, off your account. So.
2: Exactly. No. And, and you, I'm glad you say that because, um, let's say you're in the middle of a trying to buy a home and, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how the process is, but you have 30 days from the beginning of an escrow till the end to close this loan. Mm. So if somebody has a tax, um, a tax lien, and they haven't done this. They haven't gone to somebody like you to get this situated before. Which is what I tell people: if you if you owe money to the IRS, get it done before, because yeah. the IRS does not work in our time frame. No, they work on yeah. when when I get I'll yeah I'll get it done when I get it done. Right. So imagine you are in, in the middle of an escrow. I've seen this happen where I had one scenario where um, uh, this particular client didn't mention anything he didn't Mm. it wasn't it wasn't showing in the credit he didn't mention anything that he owed. they had a tax lien and boom it pops in the title right because when they're doing their preliminary title report and it was a quite big amount he wanted to set up some sort of a garnishment and payment arrangement but guess what time is of the essence you know this is, and, and, and the worst part is if you don't disclose it, now you're not, um, you're lying in your applications. You know, oh, you right, essentially right. are hiding this information, and that just makes things worse. It makes things worse for everybody in the transaction, but it also, you know, it could cause for you not to lose your initial deposit when you buy a home. I mean, there's so oh, wow. many things. I so
1: I yeah, I didn't even think of that. No, you well, know, think
2: about it. it, you lied. You lied knowing that you owe this money and you thought it wasn't gonna pop. So now a seller can go back and say, guess what? You neglected to mention this information. And then of course, now you have to go back to the drone, you know, to, to the drawing board and try to figure it out. Can we borrow more time? And how much time do you need? That's the thing. So, right. Um, I'm a thousand percent agree with you. Handle this, handle this way before it gets to that point. Well, And, yeah, the,
1: uh, and it's interesting you bring that up because obviously uh, we're just talking tax lien. That's just yeah, yeah. But there's also uh, something else. You know, obviously, if you it, w- what Anna's saying is bottom line: it's possible to get a loan. Yes. You got tax problems. Yes. Um, and when I say tax problem, what's a tax problem? You owe money to the IRS. Yes. Um. You could yes. still you could still buy a house. Absolutely. Yes. IRS. Yes. Um, it, it, because it, other than the tax lien, which could stop it completely, um, having a tax debt is just like having any other debt. Yes. looking at like your debt to income ratio. Can you yes.
2: Exactly. We just you know, added how that works. How How does that work? Well, uh, the number one thing you got to do is you better have that. Uh, tax obligation agreement, installment agreement with the IRS, right? And whatever amount they say you're supposed to pay every month, that's going to be counted in your debt to income ratio because it is a debt at the end of the day. Now, depending on the loan that you want to qualify, let's say if I want to qualify for the first home buyer loan, the FHA loan, right? Because that's the most popular one and the most lenient one when it comes to debt to income ratio, um, aside from VA, VA is another awesome program. But let's say FHA, this is a civilian loan and you want to go with the FHA because it's the first-time homebuyer uh, program and they're more lenient when it comes to the credit scores. Guess what? FHA wants to see three payments done. Mm. You need to show that you've been paying this for three months. And it's not, I've had people, but what if I make the payments? I make the arrangement really quick and I pay three payments. Three, and three I-
1: payments in a row, yeah, no. No, no, no. no.
2: No, no, three payments. So you thought you were ready to buy a home. And let's say, you know, FHA is the option you want to go with, the government program, because it's the most lenient one. Guess what? Uh, You have to wait three months. You know, other loans, such as Fannie Mae or the conventional loans, they might require for you just to make one payment, but they have other requirements when it comes to a loan they require better uh credit scores they might require a bigger down payment so if we talk a truly first time home buyer loan right and 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 like i mentioned before when we see tax issues we also see credit score issues okay. you know what i mean and and this and i i've seen it all the time you know somebody that has it owes money to the irs the credit goes with it so we always see that the government program is the best option. Why? Because how the credit looks as well, right?
1: And, and, and when you say government options, um, you're saying a, a program like FHA or FH. even a, or a VA loan. The
2: VA, the VA, the VA loan is a beautiful loan. I mean, the, I always say, in, you know, in my post, nobody beats VA because VA is does things that no other loan can do in terms of how much risk they're willing to take but when it comes to the irs same rule you better have an agreement you better have an agreement i better see um a couple of payments being made and they'd be better be made on time now if there's any way they can take their money out of your bank account is even better why because paper trailing it because it's not just i made the check right it's we have to provide proof of this we need to show that you made this payment, you know, and the underwriter is going to look, okay, how how was it made? Check? I need copies of the check. Was it uh, a direct withdrawal from your bank account? Okay, I need the bank statements. So it's awesome. It's way better if you do this way ahead of time. Because... So-
1: so what you're saying is that if you if you think you got a tax problem, or talk to you kind you I don't know, but I haven't told nobody cuz I tell yes. I talk about it all the time. Everybody keeps this a secret from even yes. the spouse. You no, you wow. you don't, yeah, nobody tells nobody they got tax problems, right? Yes, I get you, it. Yeah. If you think you have tax problems. Um, you know, if you if you call, you can call obviously call Anna, talk to her. Um yes. she's probably going to say you better go talk to Carlos before yes. you do anything. <laughs> Um, but exactly but it, what I would but, it, say. but it's possible. Um and, and I know you've actually helped out a couple of my clients. You actually yes. referred, excuse me. Yeah. referred a couple clients to me yes. that hadn't filed tax tax returns in years. So yes. uh, I guess I I can ask you this question. If you haven't filed your tax return in years, can you still get a a, a mortgage loan?
2: Oh my gosh. See, now this is <laughs> Now it goes into a very, very scary area okay. of mortgage lending because when a lender, um, we provide W-2s and pay steps and so forth, right? The lender runs with a 4506C. I think it's called C. Nowadays, they change it. And to verify that whatever you you are providing to the lender, the W-2s and the taxes and so forth, is exactly what the IRS has in record you know that is done I mean it's not like maybe they do it no they're gonna do it this is part of the quality control so if you haven't filed income taxes and um then the lender starts thinking okay so what is the ramifications of this you know um do you owe money Are the IRS going to come back and file a lien against you? Is it going to take first position now? Because now you have a lien. So what is that going to happen? You know what I mean? So when you buy a home, just file your income taxes. Just file your income taxes. Um, Now, if you haven't filed one year, just, you know, okay. Sometimes uh, we see that if you file, let's say, the 2022 income taxes, the records are not available, you know. Through the IRS until you probably more know more than this, but it usually takes a while for the IRS to show that. Right. But if you haven't filed 2021, 2020, and so forth and so forth, now it becomes a messy situation. Right. Becomes, because the lender will ask, okay, well, what's going on? There's no record of you filing nothing, nothing. So
1: <laughs> it's, it's almost a trust issue, right? So you want yes. to loan you three, four, five hundred thousand dollars 400000 $500,000. But you haven't even filed your tax return. And- you
2: haven't shown me that you're fiscal responsible to do right. this, and, right. and yeah. So it, I, and- it's sad because I've seen it so many times where somebody will just, you know, not mention anything, or they right. think that's not going to come and hunt you, or that people sometimes don't tell me. Oh, I have a. Oh, I forgot to mention that I have a, an IRS installment agreement because they think that this is some sort of, you know, secret. Uh, secret. And then, you know, you pre-approve this particular client and all of a sudden comes the bank's name, And I'm like, oh, what is this $500 payment?
0: (laughs) You know,
2: guess what? You don't qualify no more because the debt to income ratio is too high. You know what I mean? So I always say talk to me when it comes to this issue, because what I'm going to do is tell you what you need to do to get approved. And if you cannot get approval, I'm gonna say talk to Carlos. <laughs> Here's Carlos' phone number, talk to him, because he'll be also to- well, the, <laughs> the
1: power of being a mortgage broker compared to sometimes a mortgage banker on a
2: uh, uh, <laughs> guidelines are the lending guidelines. Um yeah. mortgage broker, yeah. Well mortgage brokers, we don't we're not bound. By one lender, you know we so are. You able- can go to
1: different lenders that have yes, different,
2: exactly. different
1: requirements, um, lending ratios, yes. things like that.
2: Exactly, and uh, but the guidelines are, there are certain guidelines. The lending guidelines are uh, they're you know they're all we all have to. Um, follow these guidelines. Okay. The difference with a broker and a banker is a banker probably can only go to their underwriter. I can go to several underwriters and pick their brains. And oh, this bank is too le- is too strict on this. Okay, I'm gonna go to that one, and so forth and so forth. But there's certain things that there's no leniency, which is taxes.
1: Oh, that's the absolute Yeah,
2: taxes right. is something that it doesn't matter. It this is across the board. Because this is a hardcore, a, pa- a hard, you know, core guideline that we cannot ignore. It doesn't matter. Sometimes when it comes to other debt or the FICO requirement, yeah, you know, so-and-so is not willing to accept some somebody that has a 590, well, this lender has no problem doing a 590, and so forth and so forth. Um, but when it comes to taxes, that's that's one that, sorry, I mean, because all these loans at the end of the day, they need to be insured. You know what i mean and right, another writer is right. not going to fall on, on their store just because you want a home if you if you cannot follow the guidelines so so the good thing is can you buy a home yes you can um the bad thing is you cannot ignore you cannot ignore um owing money to the irs and yeah. sometimes the best thing is handle that first and then come back and regroup you know what i mean but uh, I totally agree when you say, you know, sometimes we forget about it and we think, oh, well, they might not catch it.
1: So <laughs> well, basically, uh, it, it kind of what I hear you saying is kind of, uh, very similar to what I tell my clients. A lot of times they'll come in here. Um, I need to take care of my tax stuff because I want to buy a house this next week or next month.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's probably not going to happen um, yes. because, you know, it sounds like um, the, the lenders want that three month. Minimum payment requirement.
2: Yeah, on the government program. Or well, at least, and then there's other programs that require you want. But no matter what, you need to have that agreement. You need to have the the agreement. You know what I mean? And um, I, um and especially for example, over here, we, we're in California, where sometimes it's very, you know, it we still are in a competitive market. A lot of times, even when you want to make an offer, uh, the seller wants to for you to get cross-qualified. Which uh-huh. means I have to send all your information. You know, we've got a block, you know, social security numbers and so forth. And I need to send it to the to the to the listing agent's uh, lender because the listing agent wants to verify that you, as a client, really qualify. And so, when we send all this information, the the cleaner that your file is. You know, the better the chances of you winning sometimes that property. Because sometimes if we oh, you look there's iris liens and he's doing this, you know, or oh, there's the more messier your file is, the scarier the seller gets.
1: You know oh, what I mean? Gotcha, right. And and
2: that's yeah, now we're going into a different arena, but yes, so ha- I'm always gonna tell people handle your especially tax liens, especially if you delinquent um you know taxes you gotta handle it ahead because what if the payment you know if you try to do it the last minute what is it what if that payment is not what you thought it was going to be right right which is the worst part
1: so bottom line if you're thinking about um or wanting to buy a house one make sure your tax returns are filed yes yes just Um, do it you know if you have a balance and i tell and i tell people all the time a lot of times people don't have a tax problem. They think they got a tax problem.
2: Right. Sometimes
1: all they got is a filing problem. They just haven't <laughs> filed their taxes. Exactly. Sometimes, um, I just had somebody not too long ago, um, hadn't filed their taxes in like eight years. Oh and God. later to find out that they almost had refunds on every single year.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: You know, but they hadn't filed. So they didn't file because they were afraid, but not wow. realizing they had refunds. And remember on your refunds, guys, the IRS will only give you refunds on the last three years. Oh, so my goodness. 2020, so right now, that would be 22, 21, and 20. So, wow. so um, anything older than that, you're going to lose some refunds there. Wow.
0: So, so you That's want to buy
1: all the returns um, if you're thinking about buying a house. Again, Anna said it perfectly, right? You want to look financially responsible yes and financial responsibility is to file a tax return
2: yes yes you know, yeah, you
1: know, it is. file the return yes. first and then you know if you happen to owe money then what are you saying anna okay yes. get to an installment agreement as fast yes. as
2: you can. <laughs> yeah do an installment agreement as fast as you can and then there's no issue there's just no issue whatsoever you know, we're going to
1: take into. You have to take into account. We
2: have to what take it mean? in consideration. Have to take it in consideration whether and if and if we see it. The thing is, there's no way you're going to escape it. People that have tried to lie, that oh, I know, I oh, I forgot to tell you about the IRS. <laughs> oh, you forgot? Okay, well, there's a payment that comes out of your bank statement every single month. Guess right. what? Now you don't qualify for that. you got to qualify for less right Right. so that's what i'm always going to tell people do those income taxes and if you owe any money just make arrangements that's not going to stop you from buying a home it's when you decide to ignore it completely or it becomes a tax lien and the irs holds you that's it you know if this doesn't get paid because i've had scenarios like that with this the irs will say no you know Right. I, I didn't know, Back, you know, you probably, you know, um, you probably could have done something for this particular person, you know, but a couple of years ago, I, I want to say, I want to say about six years ago, I had a gentleman that, yeah, exactly that happened to him and the IRS said, no, well, we have to revisit the entire thing and um, it might take several months to get an answer. Right. So the question is, do you want your house or what, or you want, what do you want to do?
1: Right. And he had to
2: pay the entire thing,
1: you know, Gotcha. and
2: you know, he had money. That's what, the. That was the
1: first it, 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 the, you know, going yeah. back to the lien, I know um, we're talking a lot about liens because it's the number one issue that prevents people from buying houses. Right.
0: Yes. Yes. So, so yes. we
1: did, we, we, we did find out here, you know, again, if it's $25,000 or less, um, and you're in a direct debit agreement and you've paid that for three months, we can actually request the IRS to remove the lien. Wow.
2: Um, that's,
1: now, one of the questions somebody had asked me um, when I had told him about this, but I owe $30,000. Um, is the IRS going to remove the lien with the direct debit? And well, no, because the rule is what? $25,000. But here's something a lot of people don't realize. You could actually pay down the, the, the debt, pay it down below that $25,000. So, you know, pay $6,000 down. Now your debt's under $25,000. Make the three payments now. We can request the release.
2: See, that's beautiful. I'm gonna gonna keep that in my little handy dandy notes from Carlos
1: because (laughs) $25,000.
2: Yes,
1: and you know what? And and a lot of people are gonna all of a sudden start calling. I I mentioned to you this yesterday, Anna, that Uh the IRS is literally gonna send 8 million notices over the next few weeks
0: to people that
1: owe money to the IRS. Um, You know, the IRS has been pretty much quiet the last three and a half years during COVID. They really haven't made any type of real aggressive collection efforts. But the IRS is officially woken up, guys. And um, we got a notice here that eight five to eight million notices will be going out after Memorial Day. So that just happened. Um, and they're basically they're sending a nice notice. They're going to release them um, over the course of a few weeks. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to be overwhelmed with phone calls.
2: Right. That,
1: um, the Piper wants to get paid. Ugh. So if you owe taxes or you're one of the 10 million non-filers out there that haven't filed, the IRS is coming. Um, and um, we just, I just wanted to bring Anna on just so, you know, a lot of people, the reason they want to finally deal with their taxes because they want to buy a house. But right. Anna just discussed a few amazing options that um, it's possible. And I think that's what you just said it depends it's possible to still buy that house um, you just got to get a few things in order yeah uh, Anna. if people want to reach out to you what's the best way for them to reach reach you
2: um well you can always uh find me in social media but yeah i can provide my my email address you know, well, I
1: know uh, uh, this is your website right anna cervantes
2: AnnaCervantes.com cervantes.com or citrus Heights mtg citrus Heights mtg okay.
1: citrus I'm going to spell this out. Uh, Citrus Heights MTG.com.
2: Yeah. Then everybody can uh, contact me. Oh, Heights. Yeah. Oh, Heights. Yeah. Height. yeah. The E and then the I. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I'll change that. I can change yeah, that. That's
2: okay. That's okay. Give,
1: give, give me a second here. Yeah. I'm um, trying to learn on, on the fly. Try to learn how to spell on the fly. Yeah. Citrus Heights MTG. That's it. Citrus Heights yep. G-G-P. and um Anna, what's the best phone number to reach you
2: 951
1: 951 I'm going to put this on the screen guys 951 951- yes. 538 538 7435 7435 yes so um write down this phone number for you guys this is Anna's phone number 951 538 7435 um you're interested in buying a house um um, uh, if you don't have a more uh, a, a tax problem, obviously reach out to her. Uh she helped uh, uh, quite a few of my family members, helped my son recently with a VA loan. My son and my daughter in law down in San Diego, um, um, helped them with their houses. Um, again, um, she is part of the family, uh, the family here at, that I highly trust. Uh, we're gonna go. Partying in her um, swimming pool this summer. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but and okay. I, I wanted to. I just wanted to say thank you so much for you know taking the time and sharing um, your insights on this because I know it's a very common question. Can I get you know? Can I get a house um, if I have tax problems? And again, she says it depends, and I say it's possible.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Got to get your stuff right. Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: Exactly. It depends if on you, if you, if you do, possible.
1: Exactly. If you do have tax problems or unfiled returns, you can reach me at my Uh, But with that, and I want to say thank you so much for being here and um, looking forward to helping future clients and um, getting together more often.
2: Take yes, care. my friend. Bye-bye. Right. <laughs> thank you.
0: you can always reach the godfather carlos samaniego at TaxDebtconsultant.com or call him directly 909-570-1103 or on facebook look for the tax debt consultant make sure you pick up his book how to make the irs an offer they can't refuse on amazon remember you can live the life of a good fella once you take care of your tax problems. The Godfather is here to help.